Hey guys, welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about personal finance and how to hold on to your wealth. I'm gonna share with you a pretty funny story on how I almost blew all of mine and also tell you why the same type of journaling that we do in the market for our trading is gonna be very beneficial for our personal finances as well. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure you support the podcast. Give me a rating and a review on whichever podcast app you listen to this at. All right. Enjoy. It was funny because Todd Todd would give me lessons. The first time I met Todd and, um, you know, this is when I I had gone from I had gone from a a place where like I, I, I didn't come from a lot of money. Um, so I, I, I just, I, I worked hard for everything I got. And like, again, when I, I told you guys when I, when I got out of college, I was working three jobs, like three odd jobs. I was, um, working with troubled children in the school district. I was, um, coaching track and field, which I'm not sure I was getting paid for. Um, but, and I, and I was a, a janitor at night and between those jobs, I was making $30,000 and like, man, I was wealthy as hell with $30,000. I never saw $30,000 a year in my life. Right. I was living large because like I'm used to having like not a lot. I don't really spend a lot. So like I thought that was like real, like real big money, like millionaire money. I felt like I was comfortable. Like I, if I wanted to go out to the movies or, or go out to the bar, like I can I can do it. I didn't have to think twice. Um, <laughs> so it was funny when, when I made that jump to making some real money when, when I got into trading and well, when I got successful in trading, when I got into trading, I just I drained money. When I got successful in trading, I started making real money and you know, I, I, it's it's hard to make that that jump, and you know, I think I'm some I'm someone that has a pretty good financial head on me, and even for me, it was it was difficult like not to like go crazy because you have this abundance of money, you believe that it's you know never gonna never gonna stop, right? Trading is skill related, so I'll just be as good as I am now forever. Um, and I remember talking to Todd because I, I was getting concerned because I noticed some I noticed I was I had some spending habits that I wasn't that I. I some bad spending habits that I started implementing that I didn't like, but I wasn't necessarily stopping them because like, you know, I was, I was, I was trader. I was, I was Wolf of Wall Street, right? It wasn't drugs. Don't worry. It wasn't, I wasn't coked up or anything like that. I'm, I'm, that's too expensive for me. Um, but I was, I was asking Todd, I was, <laughs> watches. Uh, did I buy, uh, I bought a few watches. Uh, <laughs> I think watches are the only thing I actually bought. Like I'm not big on like, I'm not big on flashy stuff at all. Um, where, where I come from, right? If you have anything flashy, someone kills you and takes it. So like, I'm never, I'm never big on flashy. And, and those principles hold true to, to where I'm at today. Like I, I get you know, people all the time where it's like, Hey, like, you know, show me what's inside your bank account. I'm like, no, like if, why would I, why would I put, why would I put my trading account? And, and I don't judge people who do, but why would I put my trading account online for everyone to see? Like that just makes me a target. Like, do you, like, do you understand that? Like that just makes me a target and it's very easy to find people. So it's like, why would I even put myself in that situation? And I, and you know, at least that's my way of thinking again from where I'm from, but, and, but to each his own, like, but I'm not, people made fun of me or still make fun of me because I'm not flashy. They see me in these videos. I don't have any like watches or diamond necklaces or anything like that on. It's like, I live like a normal dude. And it's like, there's, you know, that's just my personality to begin with, but I'm not, I'm not a big believer in showing off what you have because when you show off what you have, someone takes it. But I did, I did buy a few watches, Orsi. Watches were the one thing that I did enjoy. Um, not, not expensive watches, but I, I probably bought about six watches <laughs> to match different outfits or whatever like that. Um, but I remember talking to Todd and I was like, hey man, like, how do you deal with 
being wealthy? How do, how, do, how do you deal with being wealthy? Because I felt myself making these mistakes and I, and I figure I, I talked to Todd. And it's fun. It's, this is the ironic thing, right? Todd gave me the greatest advice in the world because he blew, man, he blew so much money. And if you don't know Todd, Todd, I guess you guys don't know Todd. Todd is the friendliest, nicest person in the world. Big teddy bear. He is the person that will do anything for you. Like he is the, the friend where it's like, if you call up a friend, you're like, hey man, like I need, I need $5,000, boom, he'll give it to you right away. And that's a gift and a curse because people tend to take advantage of him. Um, and he's like, he helped so many people out with stuff that he didn't need to. They just, he, he just wasted so much money being nice. Like he didn't waste it on dumb stuff, but like being nice, paying for, paying for people's tabs and, you know, vacations with friends. And I was doing some of the same stuff, right? I was, you know, whatever. And it's ironic because we're, we're having this deep conversation. This, we'll, we'll get back to the food, the food story. We're having this deep conversation about financial responsibility and right how you know you got to keep your friends close you got to have a handful of friends you're gonna have people that reach out from high school that, that want to get and, and all this was happening you have people that reach out from high school that are now like buddy buddy and they, they're gonna want you to invest in their businesses or give you this or give you that there are people that are gonna try and stab you in the back and blah 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 blah, blah. and right and all this was happening so i'm like I'm, I'm in i'm like yeah 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 what do i do what do i do and he's, he's schooling me and telling me you got to do this you got to have rules just like in trading and blah 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 and you know this money can drop at any time right you you can you can lose the skill of trading you can lose the accounts that you're managing um you can you know blow up your business blah 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 and so we're having this really deep great conversation on financial responsibility and you know what happens at the same time as he's doing this right the waitress comes over like four or five waitresses come over with our food and why is it four or five waitresses because todd ordered every appetizer on the menu <laughs> I, I forgot about the whole part of the conversation before we first got in where he's like, I got, I got it was like a barbecue joint. He's like, I got to show you this place, Authentic KC Barbecue, right? Authentic KC Barbecue. And he's, we're looking through the menu. He's like, oh man, you got to try this. You got to try that. You got to try this. You got to try that. He's like, I know this is like, you know, you may not be out here this, this often. So you know what? Let's just get it. Wait, just, I can't decide. Let's just get everything. Yeah. 15 minutes before, before that, that, that intense, deep, serious conversation on financial responsibility. Todd couldn't decide what he wanted to order, so he ordered everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. How, how ironic is that, right? <laughs> it was good, though. It, it was good. So, yeah, Todd, Todd likes his food, man, but he was, man, so important because I, I felt myself going down a, a, a a dark path. I wasn't down it yet, but I was slipping. I was starting to do stuff like, hey, man, like, hey, let's all go to Connecticut for the weekend. Let's go to Foxwood Casino on me, like stuff like that, because I, I could and, and I'm I don't have a, a large group of friends, but I'm, I'm nice. And I wanted them to experience kind of the the changes in life that I was experiencing because we, we've we've always had pats as a kid where it's like, hey, whichever one of us, they thought I was going to make it in sports because I, I was really good at sports. Whichever one of us makes it, makes it, everyone comes along. Whoever makes it, we all come along. So I, I was, I was, I happened to be the one that made it at the time, and I, and I was living that. I said, "Hey, I'm a man of my word. We we're all coming." But I was, I was so short-sighted, thinking that, "Hey, this trading thing is going to last forever. I'm going to be managing this money forever." Um, this was before. I think this is this is before. I think I was just getting into education at this time. Um, or that's I think that's where I was there having a the conversation about, and. Um, 
yeah, glad, glad, glad we had that conversation. Glad we had that food too. It was good. All right. Um, Cherry says, how do, how do you keep yourself in check? You, you just go back to your principles. You just got to slap yourself in the face a little bit and, and go back to your principles of, of, Hey, you know, what, what are, what are the basic rules of financial responsibility? Right. Just like we have rules in trading, we should have rules for our personal finance. Here's how much goes into my savings. Here's how much goes rolls back into my investment accounts. Here's what goes into bills. Here's what goes into my fund money. Here's what goes into future investment accounts or emergency investment accounts. Right. You have rules and you're very strict with how you do those rules. And it's just like percentage. Right. So we, we talk all the time in trading about like, hey, you know, people, you know, I, I can meet a trader that has a thousand dollar account and they had a, a, a 50 percent year and they're like, man, it sucked, man. I only made five hundred dollars this this year in the market. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're looking at the wrong figure. You're looking at the money. Five hundred dollars isn't a lot. But the truth is you made a 50 percent return on investment. So if you can focus on doing what you need to do to consistently make that 50 percent return on investment, like the account's going to grow. And you can make a 50% return on investment off of your $5,000 account, off of your $20,000 account, off of your $100,000 account. And then you get these amazing things. So you, you got to look in, in, in the, per, the perspective of percentages. So the same thing goes with wealth, right? And the problem is when people, people don't look at it that way. When people start making more money, they start spending more money, right? Jason did a, Jason Graystone did a good... Um, what is it, a, a, a TikTok or YouTube short, whatever it was, a little video the other day about the, the toothpaste. I don't know if you guys saw that. But he said, you th think about what people do with a toothpaste. You got this full toothpaste for you guys that use toothpaste, right? For you, um, <laughs> for you guys that, yeah, you better use toothpaste. Um, you have a full bottle. And what do you do at the beginning, right? You're, you know, you're putting a big old slab of toothpaste on your brush, big old slab of toothpaste. And then what happens at the very end when you, when you get to the end? You start rolling up and you just do a little dab, right? And you realize that dab is enough, right? But you start dabbing and you, you, you go through 90% of that toothpaste like in a week. But you make that last little 10% last like a month. And it's like, man, imagine if I was acting this way with my toothpaste, right? A, a, a frugal toothpaste user. Imagine if I was acting this way with my toothpaste the whole time. I could have gotten that bottle to last a year. And money's the same thing. Where we, we, when we see a bunch of money, and people do this with their paycheck. Paycheck comes in, and it's this big amount of money in their bank account. And they're like, oh, yeah, got all this money. So they're more comfortable and free spending it. Until the bank account gets low, and then you get all frugal. And then you start prioritizing, like, okay, what do I, do I really need to order this? Do I really need to go out or can I just cook from home? Do I really need to do this? Do I need, do I need to buy that $5 Starbucks coffee or can I just make it at home, right? And then they do that till they survive and then the next paycheck comes in. They're like, oh, more money, I can spend it again. And then they're stuck in that, that hamster wheel. So I had to remind myself that, hey, it doesn't matter how much money I'm making, right? Here are my rules for how I divide my check. And it's all percentages. Now, those percentages equal a bigger monetary value the more money I have, yes, but I'm still limiting myself to, hey, if I have this specific fund for vacation, or I call it, you know, do what you want money, right? I can do whatever I want with it. If I want to buy friends, uh, uh, if I want to buy my mom a car, I can. 
But once that money's gone, I can't dip into other parts of that account. Other, I have it all sectioned out or whatnot. I can't dip into that other part. So I've made my decision. So I had to come just slap myself and get back into that because those are the things I got. Those are the things I did my entire life to just survive off of limited income, especially in my early trading days when I sucked. Right. I got really good at that stuff because, you know, you had to make the you had to make the money stretch. Right. Oof. My, my money was a, a yoga instructor the way I made it stretch. But you, you slap yourself and you just, you just get back to those principles. And. Yeah, and, and you, you just try your hardest not to get distracted. Um, Cody had said something. I forgot what it is. Journ- journaling will help as well. Yeah, write stuff down. Yeah, I, I had, I had, um, I'm big on like the apps. Um, I used to use something called, uh, I used to use something called Mint. Um, but there, there, I'm big on apps that, um, that kind of show you what you're spending on, or what you're using your money for, because then you can kind of pinpoint the danger areas. Where it's like, man, I am. So it's here, here's one. And I, I do the latte factor as well, uh, or latte experiment as well, where, you know, you go through your stuff and, and, and blah, 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 blah. So you guys know me from the, the Gatorade, dark chocolate, Milky Way, and Baby Bell cheese store, where I spend like 200 a month on like Gatorades, Baby Bell cheeses, and dark chocolate Milky Ways, right? Another thing I caught, I got into this habit of, of uh, my kids were in this phase where all they ate was pizza. And all they ate, all they eat was plain pizza. So I wanted some different pizzas. I wanted like, you know, a little sausage, a little pepperoni, a little green peppers, you know, three toppings on it. So we had this habit where I would go to this pizza shop. It was like twice a week. And I would just get two extra large pies. And again, like, you don't really, I, I didn't really think about how much they cost. I'm just like, you know, give me the pies, swipe it, right? And I'm realizing I'm, I'm spending like, you know, two extra large pies, one for, I'm spending like 30 bucks on pizza, right? Two times a week. So 60 bucks on pizza a week. Right? 60 bucks on pizza a week. Almost $300 a month on pizza. And I'm like, do I really need to be doing this? What if I just cut that in half? <laughs> like, what if I just cut that in half? Uh, so like stuff like that, you, you, you pay attention. You, you just like we talked about earlier about how we journal in our trading to kind of determine what rules need to be adjusted. You do the same thing with your personal finance. You you journal, you you keep track, you you go back and review, whether it's you know monthly, whether it's quarterly, and then you find the parts that you can get better at. And then you get better at them. Um, and that keeps you that keeps you on track. So I think in life, like you said, uh, Cody, it's all just journaling. Journaling and the, and the ability to do self-review. Because it's it's not a problem to make mistakes. It's we just want to identify them and we can learn from them. The problem is when we when we don't know why we're in a situation that we're in. It's easy to say, okay, well, I'm spending 300 bucks on pizza. That that's why. That's why my food budget is up. Is up. Or hey, I had this phase where I got on all this organic stuff, and organic stuff costs like 10 times the normal stuff. Oh, and that's why I'm, that's why I spend an average of 200 more dollars on on grocery shopping. So we, just, we want to journal and then we can identify the key levels to attack and, and then we go about 15. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. The conversation comes from inside our live trading room, which by the way, if you want to join, feel free. We host it every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. There's a London session and a New York session, both at 7.30 a.m. respective time. So just head over to www.tier1trading.com. You can join as part of your risk-free trial membership. Once again, that's www.tier1trading.com. Hop in the room, get some coaching talk to some traders and start improving on your journey.